Jensen and I'm Brie Picconi and we're late, late to, to the, the party. party a weekly podcast about film fashion and pop culture from two best friends mentally on spring break forever forever <laughs> forever <laughs> oh I feel like that like um Lady Gaga like it's become a meme now like the video and she's like bus another club insert that <laughs> Yes. I feel like spring breakers, they're living that like life. They are. Yeah. They're going to a bus and then another club and then over a bridge and then robbing a chicken shop. Mm-hmm. And then, oh wait, you already said a bus. And, and then, then on an- another bus. <laughs> another and then bus. another club. <laughs> and then another car. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're in cars, too. Yeah. They're in Lamborghinis. And they're Lambos. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on yeah. boats yes don't they forget are. they are with james franco as riffraff yeah singing to uh every time by britney spears while he plays the piano mm-hmm. and they're best in, best scene if you ask me they're ski masks and bikinis brings so. me to tears every time every time every time <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about that because today we are discussing spring breakers <laughs> Spring Break Forever. <laughs> a 2012-2013 film mm-hmm. starring James Franco, Vanessa Hudgens, Selena Gomez, and Ashley Benson, and written and directed by Harmony Corinne. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen any Harmony Corinne movies? Or I have not. I, I think I've always been really intimidated by Harmony Corinne. Really? Like, I know he wrote Kids, the Larry Clark film, and directed Gummo, mm-hmm. and Julian Donkey Boy. Right. And I know he's very divisive. Mm-hmm. I know he's very, what's the word? Like, not grotesque, but he's, there's something about his work that's very <laughs> off- off-putting. Off-putting, yeah. Off-putting to a girly like me who watches the Lizzie McGuire movie <laughs> once a year. You know what I'm saying? I feel that, yeah. Yeah, doesn't his films like cover a lot of things? Like, Or like, I don't know, I know Gummo is like about a lot of oddballs. Mm-hmm. I've only seen clips like recently, but I had no idea what it was. And I'm like, huh, do I need to see this movie? Maybe. I feel like I need to see it. I feel like I need to see at least... Kids and Gummo. Julian Donkey Boy, take it or leave. But yeah. Like Harmony Corinne's always been an interesting dude to me. It's an interesting director. Mm-hmm. And I like Spring Breakers. Same. I, I actually, upon this watch, because it's my second time watching, because we have a whole history with yes, Spring Breakers. Me too. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it this this time around. I think last time we saw it. When it first got on, it's like streaming DVD. Yeah. So like back in 2013. I remember this. And we saw it as a double feature with the bling ring. Oh, yeah. That's okay. That's why the bling ring was on my mind when we watched this. I'm like, why do I keep thinking of the bling ring? Other than the fact that there's like four of them and they're committing crimes. Yes. But interesting. But I think Spring Breakers and Harmony Corinne, as much as she is my girl, 
Harmony Corinne with Spring Breakers does what the bling ring wanted to do, yes. but more effectively. I totally agree. I was thinking about this because we, we talked about the bling ring not too long ago and just how it was all right. Like when we ranked our, oh yeah, you yeah. know, to be a couple of films and it was kind of at the, I mean, I like it, but like this does have that energy, but it like, it's like so extra it's like on steroids and it but it does it it still has like the visual components and the i don't know lost like group of gals just trying to find themselves it's just like all the chaos and and like the moral ambiguity moral ambiguity yes the colors that yeah like everything like that but okay do we need to do the bling ring or are we gonna indict ourselves because the bling ring is cringy in parts and i think it's cringy because we it's relatable yeah or like i think i think this film you know besides wearing like that brand triangle bikini like or wanting a triangle bikini or like a neon bikini like all the girls wear in in this movie mm-hmm. besides that besides like some like just 2012 aesthetic i was gonna say the aesthetic is so hard and i love that like the neon vibes oh besides hearing skrillex and like ellie golding's lights at the end and feeling something that i haven't felt for a very long time yeah the bling ring the way they depict those girls is way more cringe well because like alexis alexa nyers is way more cringe in general Mm. but i think it shows like a deep side of like like, we would be recalling, like, twerking on iMac. Do you know what I mean? Like, we making the videos. Yeah. Embarrassing videos, like they did in the bling ring. And it might be too We wouldn't too be robbing, much. like, the chicken, like, the... Yeah. The rest of the... What is it? What do they call it? The chicken... Chicken shop. Chicken shop? Is that just... The, that's all it's called? Yeah. I think... Or, like, Rob's chicken shop, is it called? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not the cool girls. Definitely not. But we'll get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah. So, Spring Breakers is an A24 film. Mm-hmm. And what is your relationship with it? With Spring Breakers? Yeah. I remember seeing it, you know, when it came out with you. Just mm-hmm. the once. I never revisited. Mm-mm. But it's stuck in my mind. Well, you say, you say Spring Break forever <laughs> once a year. <laughs> at least well yeah you come out of your cocoon you like metamorphosis and you turn into alien oh my god i do oh that's great yeah no i don't know i feel like this movie really had an impact on me but i have i think i have the opposite effect where like the first time i watched it i really enjoyed it i was really into it and watching it again i'm like hmm that's this is an odd movie like i mean i still enjoy it but i'm like i'm not like as I don't feel like I want to go on that spring break as much as I did when oh, I was like, to? well, sort of. I remember thinking, wow, Selena Gomez is a weenie. She's leaving home early. Wow. Like, don't you want to stick around and see what happens? Like, <laughs> I was like seduced by Alien. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and then watching it again, I'm like, ew, no, but it's still fun. Like, it's just funny, you know. Anyway, I'd, yeah can see that well like the whole spring break of it all yeah did you ever have like obviously not like 
what it devolves into in this movie but right what what spring break memories do you have or did you ever go down to florida i'm girls gone wild partying bus (laughs) another club another club another bus um no i've never had a spring break moment really i think that was why i enjoyed watching it because it gave me that without actually having to do sort of like in a video game which they reference a lot you know it's kind of like you can live vicariously through these characters um without and you can learn the hard lessons without having to like (laughs) this movie does play out like grand theft auto right i kept thinking that too like stealing cars like just shooting people like in real life like it's so it is kind of removed from reality but like I guess that's the fun of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I really dig that juxtaposition anyways. Like, I think this film does a really good job of, which I will state my case for, because I know we have separate thoughts on this movie right now, but I do love how you see, like, the big scenes of people partying Mm. and you know everything looks like an Instagram filter and it's like, woo, Skrillex party. (laughs) Yeah. And then the next like shot is a lot colder tone yes like a cooler tone and like they're in a jail cell or you know yeah i like that too there's so much juxtaposition i think that's what makes it so interesting so it's like yeah like it's like a a round what i don't know i'm not a gamer what do they call them a round a row an episode of what's a i think it's well i know a grand theft auto like they release the whole games in episodes but i don't know if it's it'd be like, like a, when you play around like a, a, i know what you're trying to say like, like um, it's poker like um oh god like a mission like mission complete i don't know sure like a, you know yeah obviously i don't game like a, but like a big um mission that yeah you completed so like you're on this mission and you complete the mission but it like blurs the lines of reality. It's like you get that like GTA shot of them like robbing the chicken shop in the way that they want to. But then you also see how it really happened. And it was like with squirt guns. Yeah. And it was a lot simpler. Right. Yeah. True. Huh. <sighs> what a movie. But yeah, you were talking about your oh, spring break. Yeah. So Nick, wait. So you asked me mm-hmm. if I've had a spring break moment. I really have not. Have you? Have you ever gone on spring break? No, I have not. I I went to school in a place where, well, we went to the same college, but yeah, we went to school in a place where spring break culture was alive and well, but we were there like at the beach already. True. So it wasn't a lot. I knew people that did go down to Florida that were like, like we going to, you know, Mexico or Florida. I never could do that because... I was a theater major. Yeah. And we were always working on a show. So uh, I definitely partied in my life. And I have things in my like Rolodex of memories that are semi-similar to mm-hmm. what they show in Spring Breakers. But nah. So like at the time, c- can I ask you like why were you not into this? Were you like not into this movie or you just didn't? enjoy it quite as much like what was it like for you that's like different I guess this time around I don't know I I don't I don't know what I was looking for last time I think I think that was like my big phase of like 
taking a lot of film classes and like film theory uh. and like wanting it to be more or also drinking the Kool-Aid of like at the time Selena Gomez yes was the Wizards of Waverly Place girl turned like pop star right who was dating Justin Bieber like I was kind of unsure of that and like Vanessa Hudgens like they were all from High School Musical really like, you weren't like yeah those are my gals not let's really. see him party not in 2013 i think now i am okay i i kind of wish but i like totally was like no i'm like uh you know i'm a film major i'm like i'm above this but oddly enough i wasn't like drinking the harmony corinne kool-aid i was just right i was all about sofia coppola at Same. that time so i think that was just it i also think like James Franco's performance is very good. Yes. But James Franco. Okay, that no, you know why? This is why. I think James Franco put me off. Oh, is that what it is? I think now that time has been removed and he's already been canceled, then what does that even mean anymore? Mm-hmm. I think because we didn't see this. In its theatrical release, we saw this in the summer. Like, we saw this in June 2013. Right. So, I had already seen Oz the Great and Powerful, which came out around the same time. And James Franco was doing that thing he did when he hosted the Oscars, which is, like, he tuned out. Mm. And it was bad. And I think I was just put off by James Franco. Gotcha. In so general. That, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. I feel like that's just James Franco. I think so. <laughs> he puts people off. He puts them on, you know. That's the thing with James Franco. He's put me on. Yeah. He put me off. Now you're back on. Well, I don't know. I think, Maybe. I think I enjoy taste of Franco, but I, I don't taste. enjoy the whole Franco. Gotcha. What are your thoughts on James Franco? I agree. Sometimes he puts me off. I don't know what it is about him. He gives me the ick. Yeah, something about him. It's like when he smiles. Like, I don't know. Is that weird? I'm like, ooh. But it used to be my thing, like seeing like on Tumblr the like gifs of him and Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, I remember everyone was thinking he was hot for a while there. Like he had a moment and I remember being, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I admitted it at the time, but I remember thinking, you know what? Yeah, I could. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's kind of hot. I used to think I was a James Franco girly, but I'm a Dave Franco girl. Oh, yeah. Dave. I always forget about Dave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think he's actually cuter. He's cuter. He is married to Allison Brie. Good for him. Did you see The Rental? That was good. He directed that. Mm -mm. I haven't seen that one. That's cool, though. Yeah. Oh, so James Franco just giving you the... <laughs> yeah, I think... I think that, but I think that enough time has passed. Yeah. I also think the Disney stars of it all. I, I don't know why I was too cool for school at the time, because I think that's the coolest bit of casting. Yes. And I think Harmony, I think that was the genius of Harmony Corinne with Spring Breakers is to cast these like Disney you know, teen stars. Right. Because I think it 
it oddly you would you would think maybe that it would be the opposite of timeless like it would put it in this box like this 2012 box of like the young stars at the time but in like a roundabout way it kind of makes the point of the film Uh um but it also makes it timeless in a way because i think you wouldn't get your point across i don't know if that makes any sense but it oddly makes it timeless just having this like class of yeah to prove his point okay i get what you're saying yeah i mean i feel like they definitely it definitely has adds to the juxtaposition because you don't really expect that but i feel like there's a lot of disney stars that go through that kind of phase or like want to break out from being so repressed and child star e so but it's it's definitely cool i don't know i feel like i kind of forget it's vanessa hudgens somehow and like i know it is but you know what i mean like they're kind of they're playing like this role that's so different than their normal like selves is it bad that i think this is how this is my idea of how they are in real life it might be like <laughs> you think Vanessa Hudgens is crazy. Kind like of. Batch. I kind of do. Is that bad? I mean, she plays it really well. I don't know, but Vanessa Hudgens' character in this is Ca- Candy. Mm-hmm. Because who's caught? Is there someone named Cody? Apparently, it's like okay. That's another thing. Like, can we just talk about how they never really address their names except for Faith? Because she has Nicole faith. Mess. Yeah, because she has faith. Yeah. <laughs> really on the nose. Oh, and Brett. Oh, yeah. So that's just like a name. Yeah, that's just, that's easy to remember. There's so, Faith, Candy, Brit, and Cotty. Which I don't, what kind of name is Cotty? I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone out there, but. I, I think <laughs> Harmony Corinne, when they couldn't get Emma Roberts and they were scrambling, I think Harmony Corinne was just like, hey, wife. Yeah. Your character and her name is, uh. Cotty. Yeah. Like, you look like her, sort of, you know, if you squint your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's good enough. It's like you close one eye and squint the other. Oh, that would have been really interesting. But I don't know. I guess she didn't agree with the direction or something. Maybe she didn't want to do all those things. Maybe she, you know, just didn't see herself with or see herself with James Franco at the end, you know, because I get it. Yeah. I also, it's interesting, I read somewhere about the casting that they based it on their, like, personas. So it is a little insulting that, like, they'd be like, oh, Emma Roberts, you'd be perfect because you seem like you have no soul and, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you're a party girl. Yeah. Do you think she missed out, though? Or do you think that'd be too, do you think that would make it more in a time, uh... Like, give it more of, like, a time stamp. I don't think so. I, I'm an Emma Roberts stan, low-key. Um, I think she elevates pretty much every single thing she's in. Yeah. But I think this film would hurt her in a uh, way that it doesn't like a Selena Gomez. Personally. Yeah, I think it would hurt her reputation. I mm. think... Because I think this film plays on public persona in a way that it doesn't like indict people i think because vanessa hudgens had do you remember that whole scandal where she sent nudes to like zach yes. efron oh my gosh yeah when was that was that around this time or oh eight before I was, okay it is before yeah yeah 
And well, so it didn't hurt her then. No, I think she already gone through that whole vilifying era. Yeah, her it, villain era. Her villain era. Or like, remember like Miley Cyrus back then who would get in trouble for every single photo she took for some reason? Like she'd show like a little bit of a green bra. And oh my God. They'd be like, oh my God. Too much. Yeah, that, that was too much. Do you remember like the Annie Leibovitz? Like, Vanity Fair cover where she just it's like very tasteful and she has a sheet wrapped around her and they yes. were like cancel her yeah honestly she was pretty tasteful altogether like she wasn't doing anything too crazy it's, she didn't deserve all the backlash Mm-mm. but they're like ready they were at that time ready to get those girls yeah so Vanessa Hudgens already had that under her belt true so by doing this movie, she could play with her image a little more. Yeah. And it's fun. That's kind of cool. And with Selena Gomez, she's doing an artsy film. Right. She's doing a Harmony Corinne film. She gets cool points. She gets to break out of the good girl image. Mm-hmm. But she also doesn't like mess herself up. Yeah. She doesn't completely go like to the end. Like she's, she kind of. She she leaves a little early in the film because she's yeah. like I, I she has her limits I guess yeah she's in and out like she that's that's where like this helps her she toes the line mm-hmm. which I heard that she got like she decided to accept the role because her mom kind of encouraged her to because she's like yeah I'm a big fan of Harmony Corinne that's she's awesome <laughs> oh that was really cool I don't know go Selena Gomez's mom right. What did you think of the Disney stars in this movie? I mean, I think I think it's cool that they can play with their image like that. Um, and it kind of makes sense. Like, they're believable to me. Like, I feel like Selena Gomez's character, like, she looks so young, too. Like, she's so baby-faced. And for her to be the one that's, like, kind of, like, the... She's not exactly a goody two shoes, but she does not in like this, like the crime ring with the rest of them. You know, she doesn't participate in like, like robbing the chicken shop and that sort of thing. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's cast really well. Like, it'd be kind of harder to believe if her and Vanessa Hudgens switched roles or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a little too jarring for sure. Yeah. It also just wouldn't be good casting. I think this is cast really well. Yeah. I think they all have chemistry and. I don't know. I'm here for Disney gals breaking out and doing something like. Well, because that's what, you know, I interpreted from this film anyways. It's like, you know, Disney stars, especially back when we were growing up, like the Miley's, et cetera, et cetera, the Demi's, Selena, like in that era. Everyone was so hyper fixated on them. Yeah. And this was like purity ring time. This was like. They were like expected to it, it was it, it was like a really weird time because in a way they were expected to be very pure and like very children forever. Yes. But then on the other end, they were expected to there was this hyper fixation on their sexuality. Hoeing it up. And hoeing it up. Yeah. Like obviously if we were as like people as this culture we're trying to be so puritanical about it mm-hmm. we wouldn't be looking 
and digging deep like into their minds care yeah it's true yeah why do we care like we wanted to find some dirt on these gals because we were so fixated on it yeah so unfair though true but i think that's like spring break yeah in a way like the girls go out to spring break go out to like miami to shed their disney personas for Uh, a week yeah you know like bethany in law school (laughs) or bethany who is a nursing major gets to go and hoe it up for a week Mm -hmm. and her image doesn't get tainted right because it's separate it's just yeah i see what you're saying kind of like the girls yeah all of the girls in this movie there's always that scene where they're on the phone with their mom or their grandma and they're like i'm gonna be good i'm like having a great time you know yeah playing with that persona i was just thinking about that too what did you think of those like voicemails and stuff like that was i don't know i thought they were kind of funny i thought it was so interesting yeah this film is so interesting why didn't i (laughs) i you know i I don't i don't know why i didn't get it at the time this is such an interesting film why are people talking about this as a movie (laughs) i don't know i was am i like a spring breaker stan i think so you're like spring break forever bring it back to the big screen (laughs) you know you know they're bringing they've brought back a lot of other movies to the big screen why not Spring Breakers for the 10th? Is it the 10th anniversary? Yeah. Right? Yeah. We need to reevaluate this. I think it's a cult classic. Yeah. Honestly, yes. I think if I watched it again, too, I think it would grow on me again. I think I'm going to have one of those like relationships with it where it depends on where I'm at in my life or something. And <laughs> Where are you right now as far as Spring Breakers goes? Where am I now? Um, somewhere between Selena Gomez and the girl that gets shot in the arm, you know, I'm not like full Vanessa Hudges. I think last, like the first watch I was like here till the end. I'm like, oh yeah. Do you know when they're like going to, um, get revenge with alien? Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, get him. Like, <laughs> I don't know. This time you're like bad dude. Yeah, I'm like red flag. Red flag. Yeah, I feel like watching this again, I'm like so many red flags. Like, girl, get out of there. Like, this is a dangerous situation. Like, yes, have fun, go on spring break. But like, everyone else is partying. You're getting involved in like a drug or crime ring. It's like you know, maybe you don't have to go that far. But well, spring break ends, and when you Doesn't try it? to, <laughs> when you try to keep spring break forever. Yes. That's when the problems arise. You were right. This is a PSA, if anything. When you're not in that bubble, when you're not in like the bubble of everyone girls gone wild partying, it's spring break in the real world. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that stuff. Yeah. So you cannot be like alien, basically, because he says spring break forever. You can't. Also, it's probably very tough. To, to be rolling around like him. Yeah. Being a white boy that looks like James Franco. Just saying. I don't know how Riff Raff does it. I don't know how dangerous does it. Hmm. We <laughs> should ask them. You should. Get them on the pod. Get them on. <laughs> Get dangerous on. Oh. Whoever that is. Whoever, yeah. Is he the other guy they based the James Franco's character on, right? Mm-hmm. It's not all Riff Raff, even though Riff Raff is like... I think he's suing, but I don't know if he's... He sued. They settled, but... Did they already settle? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Gotcha. I thought he was still suing. Okay. It's been well, 10 whole years. Yeah. I can't believe it's been 10 whole years. That's wild. Ah. But yeah. So what is, what would be the summary of ha- Spring Breakers? A summary. Just like in my own words or? I think in Bree's word. <laughs> All right. Four, four college friends. Living in a podunk town, bored and restless and wanting to shed their, I don't know, (laughs) wanting to escape from the everyday monotony, they decide to go on spring break in Florida. Is it Miami? Is that where it happens? No, St. Petersburg. Oh, okay. Thank you. I don't know anything about Florida. I... I've only been once. I don't know a lot about Florida this is either. Tough. Summaries are hard. It's this movie. I feel like a lot happens. It's like it feels like a long music video in a way, but then it's also like a lot of things transpire. Um, they party too hard. They go to jail and get bailed out by alien. And yeah, some of the girls make it to the end. Some don't. You gotta watch it to find out. <laughs> So I would describe this movie as no money, no family, <laughs> 16 in the middle of Miami, to quote Iggy Azalea. Yes. That's right. When we were watching this, I remember like they were literally like, they said something while they were in the car about all that, like not having any money and the family wasn't around. Like, it's so true. No money, no, no family. family. You know, that wasn't far off from this time period, that song, when she released that. That's like all in the same kind of era, if you want to call it that. I don't know. know. Spring Breakers 2, Iggy Azalea's The Gucci Mane. Right. Which I wonder why Gucci Mane didn't have any music in this. That's true. I don't know. It's just a thought. I don't know. Skrillex did the music, but can we pivot and talk about the needle drops then yes oh my god i would love to oh my gosh while there is no gucci mane and no iggy azalea work there is let's see there's Nicki minaj what song it's moment for life yes moment for life when they're robbing the chicken shop yes that's so Good. I love that that's how they hyped themselves up to rob the chicken shop, too. That's how we would rob that, ourselves that's up. That's what I was thinking. Do you remember, like, we would drive around listening to Nicki Minaj, like old Nicki Minaj. Yes, I love her. I love, you know, her old stuff is so good. Like, I mean, in general, she's good, but just there's something special about when she was like her first couple albums. Like, just the vibes that she captured and how she also mixed, like, song and rapping. I don't know. Like, Moment for Life really gets me. Like, sometimes I just think about it and get emotional, you know? It's such a good song. That's such a time capsule of a song. But it's it's like this movie. It's a time capsule, yet it's timeless. Yeah, I agree. I heard it on the radio the other day, and I was like, oh, my God. And it took me back because I still remember, like one of the first times i heard that song and just it had an impact on me feeling alive yeah i think too i have never felt more alive than i did in 2013 2012 yeah driving around listening to Nicki minaj yes (laughs) 
just <gasps> living my version of spring breakers. Yes. Let's bring that back. Yes. Let's rob a chicken shop. Woo! Squirt guns. Oh but my there's a moment for life. Yes. Hot in here. Oh, yeah. Hot in here. That's right. When they um break Selena Gomez out of her dorm room. Yes. Yeah, they just start singing, right? Yeah. In a montage style. Love that. Speaking of that time, I think that scene captures girlhood in a weird way. <laughs> I, I know I'm putting a lot on Harmony Corinne. Yeah, that and like like doing like cartwheels in the mm-hmm. hallway and handstands. Just singing hot in here. Singing... um. Hit me, baby, one more time in the parking yes. lot. I feel like that's the most iconic scene from this movie. I agree. It's also, for me, like a favorite because it's just, it's hard. It's also hard not to sing along. We've all been there. Oh, my God. Yes. Just like, especially being like 18 mm. with your friends, like friends you just made in college, too. Yeah. Like there's an interesting thing about. Like, I know you never had, like, a dorm experience, and I only had it for a limited time. Mm-hmm. But there is this very interesting experience about being, like, still a child and just forced to make friends with whoever's around and, like, like complete strangers, not from your hometown or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You've always had that buffer. Yeah. And, like, you out in the world with your freedom and your autonomy being like what I, like i had a very similar moment to the baby one more time scene with like a taylor swift song back in the day Ooh, in the dorms what song i don't remember it was something off her first album because it was like everyone was like it's a throwback which is funny to say now <laughs> but, um, <sighs> yeah but no but that bonding yes i know what you mean thing and i i think it does a good job of portraying that like they're they're breaking her out and doing handstands Mm -hmm. and cartwheels and singing baby one more time but it's juxtaposed with robbing the chicken shop to get money for spring break and then cut with shots of girls flashing and like people drinking and like all this debaucherous activity yeah doing the p trick in uh what is it i want to say fever pitch uh summer Summer catch Catch. (laughs) yeah but not as well. Just saying. So you think Brittany Murphy is the goat? Oh, yeah. The P-trick goat? Yes, because the guys were just holding the beer there. She was using her le- like all her strength in her legs. Like, that's what she got to do. Got to make it work, you know? Yes. I never it's thought lazy. that. I never thought that P-trick would come back. <laughs> I know. I didn't either. But <laughs> it did. It goes full circle. <laughs> it does, always. Oh. wonder if they were a big fan of Summer Catch. You know, maybe. Yeah. They were thinking about it. You're like, you know, maybe it was just like a a nod. <laughs> uh, what else? I really enjoyed all the spacey sounding music and like those scenes that are like kind of still moments that are almost just like photos. Like it's just cinematic looking. And then it has like that like. I don't know. I can't do it. But, you know, like listening to space sounds like if you just go on YouTube and just zone out to some space sounds. Yeah. Maybe that's on purpose because he's, uh, he's an alien. Okay. I'm just thinking about that. But I think that was Skrillex and, um, yeah, that other dude. 
Yeah. It was a, yeah. Skrillex did all that. Which is weird type of music. That's of a time too. It doesn't sound like Skrillex. Yeah. Okay. So I know there are people that really, like, I see it a lot on, like, the millennial side of TikTok where they'll be like, I haven't felt anything since I heard levels for the first time. And and that's kind of, I'm not that old, so I can't relate to that. Mm-hmm. And like Skrillex to me is like a little, it's very of the time, but I just wasn't, I wasn't there. I wasn't there either. I'm like, you say Skrillex, I'm like, ugh. But you say Calvin Harris to me and play Sweet Nothing and I'll oh, feel something. Yeah, Calvin Harris. Yes. Hundo P. <laughs> like that first album. I totally agree. Or that song like, what was it? Swedish Mafia. The one that's like, the, don't you worry, don't you worry, child. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, I think that's a little more my, I haven't, you know, to be honest, I've never gotten into dubstep. Like, I mean, I've listened to it here and there just because it's been around. I'm like, okay, it's cool. And it's cool for a moment. But I could not sit through a whole like hour or party set of like dubstep. I just, I'm sorry. I cannot. I've been to many a parties. Like, do you remember the the wave would have those rave nights? You know, yeah. They're like foam party nights. Yeah, but I, I've never been to a foam party. I did. I have, but it. I don't remember. Was it like that music though? Was it always? Was it like Spring Breakers? Do you I, feel like you're on Spring Break? I think so. It's such a blur. It's been ten years. <laughs> like I don't remember. I don't remember, <laughs> but I do remember just like an f fog of just like doom. Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, like it all blend together. I bet. Yeah, maybe that's that. the point. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe you gotta be, or maybe it's like you gotta be on a substance. Maybe it's like there's you know something more to it that I just don't. Brie, understand. I, agree with you wholeheartedly but i have known people and i have dated someone in the past who was like nikki i love these songs and it was like infected mushroom song this dubstep song this like he was like i gotta show you these songs like he was showing me like tiny dancer by elton john huh and i don't i i don't get it, it it's not my thing yeah that being said I also sometimes unironically listen to Hillary Duff. So who am I to judge your musical taste? True. Yeah, I feel that. If the light is off, then it, it isn't, isn't on. on. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Oh, Tighten Up by the Black <gasps> Keys. Yes. Oh, my God. When I heard that, I was like, ooh, this is I think like the, the music also helped me really enjoy this movie at the time because I'm like, yes, that's my jam. I remember listening to that song so many times, like almost every day. Like I would start my day off and just start my little walk like on campus to my next class. I'm like, all right. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I think that's the only song for me that didn't work because that is like a time, a moment in time. Mm. Not a moment for life. Oh, okay. Gotcha. There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what I, th- what I also think is interesting what is his name? The cinematographer. Ooh. Uh, Benoit de Bay? <laughs> is that the... Yeah. Or if I butcher the name, Benny Oat. 
Debbie. <laughs> that sounds more natural. Nikki, you sound like those like text to speech, like when it's not fully, like not the good AI, like it's like <laughs> bad AI. <laughs> oh, I like it. Um, but the cinematographer also did talk about music of the time. He did the um like cinematography for Bitch Better Have My Money. That's amazing. And for Ape Shit by Beyonce and Jay-Z. I love that. Or I guess the Carters, as they were calling themselves. Oh, yes. The Carters. That's right. That's awesome. And then is it run- the Runaways? Is that the, um, is that Kanye? No, Christian Stewart and Joan Jett. And, uh, oh, Dakota the Runaways. Fanning. I'm just thinking yeah. of Runaway. You're just like, ding, ding, ding. ding. I mean, I just really like that music video. <laughs> it's always in my head. We can talk about it now. Oh. Now that Kanye West loves the Jews again. Oh, does he? Yeah, Did we're he, back into business. Is he back? Okay, gosh. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of had to put him on pause. I'm like, <laughs> I put him down for a second there. I'm like, mm. it's it was a dark time. It was. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I just want to enjoy Kanye again. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Oh, sorry what were we talking about so cinematography that's really cool yeah i could totally you know bitch better have my money kind of could you know fit. i feel like that would yeah. actually that song itself too would really fit They're, they talk a lot about money they do i think it's so cool that he ended up going that route of music videos too because this movie plays out like a music video it really does i think it'd be interesting to chop this up and just make it into a music video because I mean, i'm sure someone has but it just has that vibe that aesthetic also the plot doesn't like yes it thickens for sure but it's not like one of those like i feel like the pacing of it like there's a lot of longer shots and just sometimes just filling it with just i don't want to say nothing because there's something happening but it's it's more like a visual thing to digest. I don't know how to... It's a vibe. Yeah. It's just a vibe. It's just a vibe. <laughs> yeah. Not in like the like, uh, it's a vibe. No. Like, it's an intentional, like just you're creating a mood. You're making like it's a feeling. It is. He creates a world and you're in this world. Yep. It's like a video game. Which that... That blows my mind. I know we're not talking like sequentially this film, but yeah, like before they rob the chicken shop, Vanessa Hudgens character is like, just pretend it's a video game. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if I used to just hang out with crazy bitches all the time, <laughs> but I swear I know this girl. Vanessa like, Hudgens plays a girl, like somebody that I used to know. Yeah. Like I think, I think she's tapped into something. Is all I'm saying. Gotcha. Did you ever come close to robbing the chicken shop? No, maybe, maybe. Who's to say? <laughs> but um, but I didn't. So, but like you get shots of that, and then you get shots of Faith, the church girl. Yes, at church, just like singing. Very interesting. Very interesting church. I don't know who that man was that was like leading the prayer circle. He was a cool pastor. Yeah, he was pretty cool. I liked his long mustache. With uh, there was a cameo by the girl from Glee, the cheerleader. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
trying to think. Yeah, anything else? I did make a note that the movie plays out as like girls gone wild footage. Yeah. Then it's a fever dream. Then it's like a hangover. Yes, I was thinking that to myself too, that it feels very like a fever dream. Like, it's really wild. I think, too, like, the way it's cut up is really interesting, and it makes you... It's a little disorienting. Um, And, you know, like, the voiceovers that are kind of repetitive. Like, it's almost like a dream, you know? And, like, the effects. I really enjoyed how, like, you know, like, when they were doing, like, the cocaine. Like, how it made it... Like, the texture of the film was, like, really grainy. Like, he did like visual things that made it really we'll talk about like iMac or like photo booth yeah oh my god it was very photo booth yeah when they were doing coke at the party it was like photo booth effect it really was but i really like that because it just i don't know well it's like you're living your they're they're living their fantasies yeah you know like like um Especially at that time, like the idea of like social media and the internet. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is reading too much into it, but I think if this is all playing out like a dream or a video game, showing that moment is like when like your online presence isn't who you are in real life. Mm-hmm. Like it is all this fantasy. It's pure fantasy. Yeah. So he's bringing in that element of like photo booth. Ooh. It's like it's fantasy. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. Elevate it by using like those tools that look kind of crazy, but yeah. relatable. Yeah. Because it's a fantasy to be on the internet and you can create your persona. Well, even like the, um, like at the beginning when aliens like performing on the stage on the beach, there's like cuts to like that video recorded looking footage, but it looks like, like photo booth again yeah like that one effect whatever it is where you add the color and it's you know the one i'm talking about oh i know the one yeah it's the one everyone it's, knows yeah you probably did a lip sync in 2012 to call me maybe with that one <sighs> i never liked that song and i don't know it grew on me eventually but i really you see you do you miss the times when everyone was lip syncing to call me maybe yeah i only sing it because i hate it like because you you know when you listen to songs too many times and then you just sing anyway and you're like dang it <laughs> that's me and call call me maybe it's not that bad of a song i think it's just gotcha yeah no 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 but don't you remember like when people would make youtube videos like there was like the justin bieber one like, people would just get on photo booth and, like, lip sync. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to like, Okay. Yeah, I was probably doing a different song then. Yeah. I don't know what, but... Doesn't matter to the song, but no, we were all lip syncing something, something. Yeah, on sorry. Photo booth. <laughs> sorry, not to spew all this hate. Carly no, Rae Jepsen. <laughs> that Carly Rae Jepsen hate. Oh. What did she ever do to you, Brie? Oh, she never called me. <laughs> It's your Gucci man. It's your arch nemesis. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Your alien. Arch. Arch nemesis. Big arch. Isn't that? I don't know. I'm just like, whoa. I read this whole article that was like talking about how um, alien could be the devil. Oh. Like literally because they're talking about like the Bible passages like in the prayer circle and then how, you know, like certain things he says when he meets the girls and then like, oh, I'm an answer to your prayers and how Lucifer is like 
deceitful and then there was yeah. another uh thought that was like they broke down the lyrics to every time by britney spears uh-huh and they're talking about like my wings that have fallen off and things i don't know i was really a deep uh this whoever wrote this was really thinking hard about this movie and like symbolism and i was like wow. dang they really like dug deep i don't know if all that was intentional I but no i'm like oh okay i do know harmony corinne wrote like got the idea to write this film because he never had he was like you and never had like a spring break experience <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i don't know who's to say i love the ambiguity though like this could be read so like this could be so intellectualized and be read so deep <laughs> yeah but it also could just be like on the surface yep or somewhere in between i like to think it's somewhere in between i agree i feel like it's somewhere in between because it's pretty because like after they get on spring break and they do like the drug fueled binge and the big party they get arrested yep so there is elements of reality that happen yes and like you were saying too like the tone changes like the visual like it gets like a cooler tone mm-hmm. it's more blue or green like it isn't fun it is yeah. like they're in kind of a purgatory yeah <laughs> <laughs> not to be too deep in it add more to that theory oh, yeah but yeah you like you were saying that's when they meet james franco's alien mm-hmm. who the is now <laughs> which like can i just say alien has some of the best lines and I just really enjoy the fact that he's like, you know, he picks these girls up and he's like, come on, y'all, you want to come with me? And then he's like, don't be suspicious. <laughs> I remember like, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Like, I remember saying, I don't know. I feel like that was like, that stuck around. Like his line stuck around other than just spring break forever. I feel like don't be suspicious. But he was cracking me up because he was also like, y'all can play Beyonce like in the car. Like he was like, you don't want to ride? Like, I don't know. It's very like. He sounds like. Again, a, a person I think I've met. I've encountered. Mm. I've encountered some aliens. Yeah, I think I have two, unfortunately. Yeah. It's always cringe. But he plays it exquisitely. Yeah. I what like. What did you think of James Franco's performance? I mean, I enjoyed it. He, he, I think he plays it well. He's very interesting. Like, I think he's a complex character. You know, he's kind of like, I don't know. He's, he's, he's a character. You know, he's very over the top. He's got his grills. He's got all his guns. And I don't know. I think he's kind of. Well, we're talking about like James Franco just portraying. I don't. He makes me believe that he's kind of dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he does just such a good job. But I'm like, why would this character? Like, he just leaves so many things out. You know, like his money, his weapons. I'm like, he displays a real like level of innocence, which is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like especially when. The girls convince him to do the shootout with Gucci Mane. Oh, yeah. And you can see that he's afraid. Or when they hold him at gunpoint, even though he's, like, turned on. Yeah. He's also, like, like, there's fear in his eyes. There is. Yeah. And he plays that very well. It's not, like, fake fear. Like, 
you can tell that Franco is processing things as alien. Yeah, he's got those subtle kind of yeah. No, yeah. he's full on yeah. Like he's in it. He's in it. He is in it. I agree. I wonder if he like was alien afterwards. Like after this, like I wonder if it was like an Austin Butler situation. Like how long did he shed the you know, or if he was just he couldn't shake it. Yeah. He was like doing he was at NYU or whatever university he was enrolled at at the time. Oh. Doing wasn't he like trying to create like like direct like a f- adaptation of a Faulkner piece or something? Something like but that. But whatever he was doing of mice and men. <laughs> But he's like alien. He's like, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> oh, when he was using those acting classes to be creepy towards those girls, he was like, don't be suspicious. Spring yeah. break forever. Spring break forever. That that was like his version of like it wasn't me by Shaggy. Yeah, don't be suspicious. Oh, don't be suspicious. Yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah, like regarding James Franco's performance. Yeah. A24 did a viral campaign for the Oscar for James Franco during this time. Wow. Did he... He didn't get the nomination, did he? No. But I kind of... What was 2013's Oscar year? Let us see. Look that up. Because if I do remember, I saw almost all the movies... And a lot of the nominees that year. Like, that was a year I was very into it. And I think James Franco would have been perfect. But this was before A24 was A24. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't this like the inception, like around the inception of it? Or Yeah, I mean, it's the first. It was kind of the first time for me that A24 was in my consciousness. Mm. But now A24, you know, they produced everything everywhere all at once, which just won all the oscars that's awesome i know they've come a long ways so it looks like oh well do you do you want to know like the the nominees or yes for best actor okay well one of them is daniel day lewis who won for lincoln um oh wait no no who'd be nominated in 2014 i think or would he well what okay what are we counting because it had Spring Breakers had a theatrical release in March 2013. Oh. But it premiered at like Cannes. Oh, was that in 2012? I think, I think you're right. It would be 2013. So Daniel Day-Lewis. Um, Bradley Cooper for Silver Linings Playbook. Um, Hugh Jackson, Les Miserables. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix in The Master. Denzel Washington in Flight. So the yeah, he would be up against those guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, and never James mind. Franco <laughs> as alien in Spring Breakers, because he would or would he be supporting? How would you define his oh, role? But who is the main actor? Like if we're doing actress, no, right? Well, well, who are the supporting nominees? Wait, uh, supporting is. Christopher Waltz, Django Unchained, um, Alan Arkin and Argo, Robert De Niro in Silver Lines Planning Book, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman in The Master, Tommy Lee Jones in Lincoln. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think he's screwed. <laughs> no. Nikki, there's no way. That would have never happened. 
Maybe in the maybe in the song. Remember original song? Alien does have an original song in this. It actually credits. I think it says. Hold on. I have. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It was for 2013, so it would have been 2014. It would be okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that changes everything. Um. See, that's what I thought. See, that's where you change the game. Okay. But well, I do agree, Riff, or not Riff, I want to call him Riff Raff. Alien song. Did I call him Riff Raff? I think I did. Oops. <laughs> my bad. See, I'm Tomato, confused. tomato. So, 2014. Um, oh, it's Matthew McConaughey, Dallas Buyers Club, Christian Bale, American Hustle. Yeah, you know what? He might have had a chance here. Bruce Stern, Nebraska, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, The Wolf of Wall Street, which, you know, is kind of close. Yeah similar sort of i don't know i've never seen the wolf of wall street but it's yeah it's um a better film yeah i don't know yeah i think he could have fit in this year yeah i feel like this would have been his year i know this could have been james franco's year it's Eh. a shame (laughs) but you win some you lose some or you just lose some yeah you never have some yeah i mean it was a long shot but it was a cool idea because like franco as alien had this like the campaign and he it was like the his like tagline was consider this shit (laughs) nice and you know it was all in the neon colors and etc etc He's an inspiration. I loved in this um, movie too, like his his speech, like his inspiring like monologue that was like, you know, some kids, they want to, you know, they want to be the president or they want to, I forgot what else he said, but he's like, I just wanted to be bad. <laughs> they kicked me out of school and I said, this is great. Yes. Some, some people, they want to be good. I want to be bad. And then he was like, some people want to make oh what did he say i had it all written down and it deleted it um i'm so mad apple was like that's the devil speak yeah (laughs) haven't you read that one dude's review or like thesis on uh spring breakers yeah oh you know what's funny yeah in my in my notes just watching this movie i wrote to myself as a question did james franco win an oscar for this movie i think as a question i'm like should i was gonna check into this and then you that's really funny wow no nomination yeah but he won my heart this time around Mm-hmm. yep just a gangster with a heart of gold always about making that money <laughs> i mean he was no money no family 35 in the <laughs> middle of St. Petersburg, Florida. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do love, speaking of alien monologues, I do love when he's like, I'm going to play a little something inspiring. <laughs> and then he starts singing Every Time by Britney Spears, which has to be, that's fu- that's comedy. That is comedy. Yeah, this movie was pretty funny overall. I found a lot of comedy in it. I don't know. It's a little dark comedy, but I like that. Yeah, something about James Franco singing terribly Britney Spears and the girls in um, balaclavas. Oh, yeah. And guns. 
just like dan- like ballet dancing yeah i was gonna say it's like a ballet you know it's very very odd it, that's like a fever dream you know you're like what is this like that's i think i was starting i'm like huh and i remember thinking that scene was so like meaningful <laughs> i don't know if it is like there's no. a lot of things that i read into when i watched this the first time like 10 years ago and i'm like wow this this is amazing even like the the scene where he's like look at all my shit you know and he's like the guns and the i was like wow i think because you know i think lana del rey maybe brainwashed ah. me a little because you know how she had even like her older stuff that isn't like really released like the music videos you know like rolling around in money you can be american, the boss yeah like the american what it's american dream of it mm-hmm. all you know rolling in money i i was uh manifesting i mean i wasn't manifesting but i was trying to manifest that life so <laughs> but you know it hasn't happened yet so i'll just do the visualization <laughs> the secret you know yeah I'll play every time on my piano for real good song though it is. underrated britney spears song for real yeah um what was i gonna say you know you went down that weird like spring breakers where aliens the devil rabbit hole yeah i went down a different rabbit hole where i read this article about how spring breakers was actually like an allegory for like britney spears's life and like downfall whoa that's wild i mean it's interesting that they feature two of her songs she was also a child star hmm (laughs) did she ever go on spring break i mean life was like spring break until it wasn't yeah that's true but this could have been harmony corinne's free britney all along who's to say wow that's really wild but i doubt it yeah i doubt it i'm also sure that alien there's probably elements where he was like yeah because he's kind of like the devil with like the the passages in the bible but also I've encountered people that act like him. Riff Raff acts like him. Sure. So there are people out there that you could be like, this is what they, they bought into. And girls buy into it. Yeah. I mean, I did. At the time, I did. I don't know. <laughs> you did go through a Riff Raff phase. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you know, th- you can't plan these things. They just happen. Couldn't be it's me. A phase. You know, that's spring break you're right it ends and then it comes back it does and we're we're on spring break again yeah except this time i like it and this time you're like i know i'm like "Eh, i don't know is this a good movie i think this is a great movie yeah i think it's an interesting movie but i think visually i think i really enjoy the visuals the most and the soundtrack and just how it's chopped up at the story i'm still unsure about like i i don't know how i'm supposed to feel i don't know what i'm supposed to you know i'm not sure if it's supposed to leave me thinking because it does you know and i'm like i'm just a little confused i'm like did these girls learn any lessons they seem really apathetic at least the two at the end do like you know and i'm just wondering like what happens afterwards do they go back to their lives as normal do they pretend like it never happened like they should be like they just like murdered a bunch of people there's no consequences or like well, I don't know how much of that's real life. Yeah. Too. Because it does play out at the end like a video game. I think it's a little more ambiguous than that. 
I don't think we we don't have a reliable narrator for one. That's what I was thinking too. So I think that it's a murky area. It could be a fantasy. Mm-hmm. They could have just hallucinated all that. They, they could have gone home. Drunk. They could have gone home. I mean, I just think it's interesting that they told like their parents or whatever on the phone. They're like, you know what? Yeah, I think like I've learned a lot on this journey. And it's like, what? But I don't know. There's no, there's, they have like no emotion almost. So I'm like, at least not outwardly. So I'm I just, have known people like this. Yeah. It's scary. Truly. I mean, people are scary sometimes, but... I, for all those questions you have, yeah. that is why I enjoy this movie so much. Yeah. I love that we don't know. I love how it acts out like, I want to say around a mission of GTA, yeah. as the gamers call it. I love that it's hilarious at times with like a Britney Spears song and like James Franco's performance is bonkers, it's but absurd. also... There's a something to it that is interesting, and I think Selena Gomez is pretty good in it. Actually, I I agree. You know, I think she plays like a believable, even if it's very close to who she is. I think she does a good job with it. Mm-hmm. And what was I gonna say? What did you say you didn't like about it? I don't know. Like the story. Like I just oh. don't know. Like. It's confusing. That's all. Like, uh, you know how like sometimes you take away a message and things. I don't know what message to take away. I don't think you're supposed to take away a message. And that's why I enjoy it. Mm. It just is. It is. It just exists. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I That's what I was going to say. I love how it just exists. Yeah. Maybe like, you can take away whatever message you. Yeah. yeah. Maybe because it's ambiguous. And it's like a commentary. It's like a beach noir beach noir but it is a commentary on certain things but but it doesn't place like i think we're so like used to things being told like force-fed like um this is right yeah this is wrong good and bad that's what i was just thinking because like yeah like they make these decisions and obviously you know like they go to jail at one point but like there's all this other stuff that happens, you know, even with the girls that are getting like super drunk and like flashing themselves, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, just partying really hard. It doesn't really show it as something good or bad. Like, it, you know, it could be bad, but it's not like the wor- like the way it's presented isn't like there's a lot of judgment on it or something or like what it's just like it's just happening. So I think it that's kind of interesting. I really like that because I think in today's day and age, like you, you get like, like a, there always has to be like a way that like people make films nowadays. I feel like for the response they're going to get on film Twitter Mm. or the response they're going to get from people that are writing for vulture for on their sub stack for or for whatever outlet or yeah i think that the idea that it can just be yeah and not have a like i'm gonna tell you 
we have a feminist slant to this or there is a good ending where it's feminist or yeah. not even feminist but like i know what you whatever mean whatever politicized point i think that's it too is like i'm like is this feminist like i don't know i think there's a part of me that i'm like it made me more aware of things and like i'm like is this exploitive or am i or is it not it's like i don't know and I like the I don't know. I, I like how Harmony Corinne didn't at the end do something overtly f- feminist. Yeah. But there's to prove the point. It's not exactly. And I don't know. It just really it's makes not. you think. I'm just like, huh. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> I think that's genius. I love this movie. <laughs> You're like, this is my favorite movie ever now. <laughs> I, I just. I love how murky it is. I I don't know. I, I know love what you mean. How it's it's a complete movie. Mm-hmm. It has enough story beats and enough structure, you know, so it doesn't feel like because you know I've seen movies, I've watched movies that do play out like an it's actual like music formula. video. Yeah, that that is like too many shots. It is like the as much as I love it, the like. Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, we're going to watch him watch TV shot, which I still loved. But you know what I mean? This movie isn't that. Yeah. I like how it takes you on a journey. You don't know what to expect. There's definitely something about this movie. Like, I I agree with you. I like that it's murky. What I'm trying to say is spring break forever. <laughs> yes. Anyways, any other notes you have on Spring um, Break? Spring Break forever. Um. Oh, can I Oh, get your opinion on some stuff? Oh, go ahead. Sure. You can go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it was interesting how they wrapped it all up with lights. The, oh, the Ellie gonna, Golden yes. song. That's all I was thinking, really. Because it kind of, to your point about it, just kind of sometimes not making a lot of sense or not having like a point or you know i feel like the end that song is kind of it's just a bop everyone was bopping to that song i keep deleting my notes um everyone was bopping to that song i feel like that's just it just closes it with like a, a party bop that's not too crazy it doesn't really mean anything you know what i mean it wasn't like i don't know i just thought that's it was an interesting song choice it kind of stood out to me compared to the other songs yeah it is like it's a lot of like big pop songs in the front end of the film. Mm-hmm. And then we get into just like the Skrillex, just like score. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. It's kind of funny. That's why I'm thinking this might be a comedy. Yes. Light at the end is kind of like so light. Uh-huh. And so. Right. Like, yes. Of a time and the juxtaposition. There's a lot of juxtaposition of like light and dark just themes in general just you know i'm surprised it didn't go dark or something like we don't really see anyone like overdose or something bad happen like that like i feel like this movie always i'm on the edge a little watching that i feel like something bad could happen to these girls you know what i mean but and some you know in a way it does i mean the but the worst thing so far is that one girl gets shot in the arm and Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of lucky but i'm like that's so that kind of like um tension like there's a bit of tension there yeah and i enjoy that i don't know yes it's like whoo 
<laughs> what's gonna happen next i don't know no you're right it is that tension yeah it's exciting i think that thrill that's why i really liked it the first time and see still talking about it i still get like a little bit of a thrill like i don't hate this movie i just think i just i don't know i still enjoy this movie i don't know what i'm saying what were you trying to say i don't know i think like lights by ellie golding is such a good song but also it like is never a song that i would play but when you play it for me like i feel something i get a little like woo like the zaza zoo <laughs> you know and i think that's how i feel about this movie the zaza zoo the zaza zoo i know what you mean carrie bradshaw yes um yeah before we wrap this up so emma segleman of the huffington post she calls this film scarface meets britney spears okay wait what were you telling me like to agree or disagree oh not not about this but um (laughs) agree (laughs) agree (laughs) agree um okay agree or disagree uh, another critic said that the camera glides up, down, and around these women's bodies like a giant tongue. Ew. Um, maybe a bit, but I don't like that uh, description. Like, ew. I don't know about tongue. Maybe just eyeballs? I mean, like, I don't know. I think there's some tongue. You think so? I maybe. Think it does feel a little dirty at times. It feels... This movie, at points, feels like doing a body shot off someone. Yes. Which I don't think I've ever done a body shot. I've watched a lot of people do a body shot, but I've never thought it was... I always thought it could backfire. I feel like I'm like Emma Roberts as far as my public image. (laughs) I will do a lot of things. You're like, oh, that's going to be on record. Like someone would take a photo. You mean like it'd be like like that? Or what do you mean? Because every time someone does a body shot, mm-hmm. or back in the day, like back five-ish years ago, yeah, body shots, someone has their phone out, snapping, doing Snapchat. Oh. Uh, huh. That's wild. It's incriminating. It'd be like, girls gone wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Or, you know, like, I don't want things out in the ether. And when you do body shots, you're putting yourself out there. No, but everyone has, everyone, like, their iPhones light up. Really? I didn't Mm -hmm. think people, that's weird. I wouldn't want evidence of someone else's body shot on my phone. Like, I would want want to be in the moment. Put your phones down, people, and be in the moment and enjoy the body shots. (laughs) (laughs) You know, enjoy the moment that's happening around you. Like, you're not going to remember on your phone. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, that was a wild party. But do you need evidence? Right? I don't know. (laughs) No. I love how these are like very toxic. <laughs> this is late to the party, goes wild, gone oh, wild. I know. I feel so wild right now. <laughs> um, oh, the box office. Yes. This is where, okay, this is why. Okay, the Spring Breakers was number six at the box office the opening weekend. Oh, that's not bad. Um, Number one. Was the Croods? Oh no, not the Croods. Number two was Admission with Paul Rudd and Tina Fey. Okay. Number three was The Call with Halle Berry. Oh. Um, and number four. So I guess I missed number five. I guess that one was irrelevant to me in my notes. Um, Oz the Great and Powerful. Okay. Where James Franco 
does the least. Wait, is he supposed to be the Wizard of Oz? Because I'm vaguely, you know, I'm when you said the Oz, great and powerful. Honestly, I got really confused because, um, yeah, I just I it's, think I blocked it out of my brain, and now it's slowly. Now that you've said it like twice or three times, like now that you've said it, it's like, wait a minute, the great. It, like I think I remember all those trailers and just being really turned off. I'm like, why did they pick him for this? And he, like, talks to, like, the little, like, girl doll pretty much the whole movie. And Mila Kunis is, like, the Wicked Witch. Girl, like, a doll? Yeah. He, like, that's his, like, little sidekick. Did you see this movie? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. That's horrible. I'm sorry. It's okay. I think that's why at the time I was, like, James Franco. I understand. Now I totally get it. Yeah. I understand a lot more. Because I remember just being put off by the trailer. And just, I think it just, he looked really smug. Also, the wizard annoys me in general like just that character and then i think it was just compounded with james franco terrible to dorothy i think that was a terrible idea for a movie concept yeah why didn't they focus on her well she already had a movie i guess I guess so stick to what you know but they could have done a, a different side character such as i don't know the, well they did wicked anyway so that's true um what's his name bart it's, is he the, the lion? The Tin Man? Tin Man. I don't know. One of them. Well, I don't know why I call The Tin Man <laughs> looks like a Bart yeah. to me. <laughs> You're like, I have no idea. What's his name? Bart? <laughs> you know. You know the iconic the character one. from The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> Bart? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> oh, I don't know, Brie. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <sighs> Anything else? Oh, no. Not really. I just... We're going off the rails. We are. I think I had a dream that I was in The Simpsons last night. You know? <laughs> I feel like I was just taken back there. I feel like I went on spring break. Bart. <laughs> oh. Someone, I feel like someone spiked my Dr. Pepper. <laughs> spring break forever. Forever. Oh, man yeah i don't know i don't know what to say final um, thoughts on spring breakers final thoughts yes um it's great soundtrack you know the aesthetics of vibe um i don't know i i feel like i like how this movie it felt kind of like a cross between bling ring and crossroads to me a little bit you know because they go on a a oh, journey yeah. to find themselves. That was another thing I thought that was interesting. They're like, we're finding ourselves. But I don't know if they were really looking or... I think Faith was the only one that was really trying to find herself. I think finding yourself is like Pinterest <laughs> quote finding yourself. You know, you're just like, I'm right, you know, you're right there. You don't have to go out to find yourself, do you? You're just right. You just look at yourself in the mirror. The man in the, the mirror. The man in the mirror. That should have been. What if that was the song on the soundtrack? <laughs> it's <laughs> the alien. In the oh my god! I really am inspired to make a video now. I want a whole album with James Franco as Alien singing covers. Oh my gosh! On that piano. Mm -hmm. Bring it back. Right. I think there could have been more piano scenes for sure. Um, Spring Break Forever. I don't know. What do you think, Nick? Any final thoughts? I, I, I'm surprisingly a spring breaker. I'm in the spring breakers hive. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, no notes. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like I have no notes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, like ten out of ten boobies. Wow, that's that's crazy. That's amazing. I want to say like eight out of ten. Um, uh, eight out of ten spaceships. Nice. I could have said 10 out of 10 ski masks. Yeah. I was going to say grills, but then I wasn't sure if that... I don't know. There's so many options. It's endless. Stacks of cash. (laughs) 10 out of 10 Gucci mains. Yeah. But anyways. Well, that was Spring Breakers. That was Spring Breakers. Um, Well, I'm Nick D. Jensen on Twitter. I am Brie underscore Pacone, if you want to find me. It's um, P-I-C-O-N-E. I think I might have accidentally threw an R in there just now. Sorry, I'm on spring break. Forever. Forever. Um, um, and please rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah. If, if you like the show, if you've made it this far, if you're listening. Yeah, that would really help s- us a lot. Send us a review. Not to sound desperate. <laughs> please. <laughs> But yeah, thank you guys. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.